Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yeah, okay. Anyways, hey, buzzers, what's going on? Welcome to another awesome, delicious episode of the Arrow After Show. We're so glad to have you here to discuss all the drama and action. So, make sure you join us and co-host the show with us, as always. All you have to do is find the hashtag ABTVArrow and tweet at all of us so we can read all the awesome things that you are saying. So, with that said, I'm Allie Kona Bradford. You can find me at BoysAndBeauty01, and if you have not done it already... Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel, Boys and Beauty with Ali Kona, because this week's hashtag hottie of the week is somebody on cast. Okay, let's get started with the after show. Starting with the gentleman to my right, what's your name and what's the secret password to host this show? I was listening to Talking Heads. What? Mm-hmm. Who are you? <laughs> what's the password? Um, I'm Lex Michael. I don't know the password, so I'm going to guess Ricotta. No, it's Oliver Queen is my puppy baby daddy. That's the <laughs> past phrase. I don't care. That's the yeah. uh, But that is, I am Lex Michael, all over social media at the Lex Michael. Cool. And then yeah. we have a special guest host joining with us tonight. Hey guys, I am Lucretia Lyon. If you know me from X Files, Better Call Saul, whatever. But if you've never met me before, you probably don't know how to spell my name. It is L A C R E T I A L Y O N. And trust me, you can find me anywhere because there's only one. We have a show called Whatever. <laughs> I watch that. I'm Katie yeah. Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaje, K I A X E T. I am checking the live chat. I am checking the hashtag. Send us all the fun things. And at some point, I will be reading your iTunes reviews because we have a few new ones you guys. Yay. Yay. You like us. Okay, so really I knew what I wanted to start this after show with, but since one of our Twitter follower hosts, hostesses, has brought up a very awesome topic, I think I just want to start with her topic first. So at Billie Jean Girl 18, the first thing she says tonight is, do you think Damien Dark killed William's mom when he took him? Yes. Nope. I hope oh. so. Oh, oh wow. Okay, oh. that's a mix this of is a three uh, very different yeah. answers. I think okay. we ran the entire damn it. off then. Yeah. Yeah. I break the tie. You know what? That didn't even occur to me in my mind. I think no. I think Damien Dark is so mm-hmm. clever that somehow he manipulated her into thinking he was this awesome nanny of sorts. 
I don't know. I'm just going <laughs> off the deep end, but I really do think he's great at manipulating. He's and he like comes an off, evil Mary Poppins. Yeah, and he's just like come step into my bag or whatever. I don't know, but I really think she honestly is like, oh, you babysit here, watch my. Ki-. No, she's pretty protective. I don't know. I think she's incapacitated, but I do not think she's dead because I think they would have made a point of showing us if she were dead. Good point. Well, and if she's not dead, he can also use her as leverage. But like I say, I mean, she's an expendable character, and they do love to kill people off. So, right. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's less really that mm-hmm. I am convinced she is departed, but I don't see this character as necessarily having any other function besides being removed to up the ante a little bit. We don't know her really. We've seen her what twice ever, maybe I mean, mm-hmm. more than that, two or three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. mostly crossovers and some change. Yeah, crossovers. Yeah, but wait, did we know that Oliver was two timing? I mean, he we knew he was a two timer, right? But did we know that he was two timing Laurel with her at that moment when he conceived the child? Oh, who wasn't he two timing Laurel with? Yeah, that's (laughs) that's like his whole thing. Sister, literally everyone else. Spreading the joy, guys. No, Oliver was a mess. Yeah. Now he's a different flavor of mess. No, I would say I like he flavor. probably <laughs> cheated on Laurel with a good 76% of his constituents. Oh. Yeah, that's good with oh. that. Yeah. Okay. I like that number. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. 76. Awesome. All right, well, anyways, moving right along from that, we heard the constant theme of lies, 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 which should have been our theme song, by the way. But anyways, everybody in the mall suggest it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, but everybody brought up the fact that, you know... And this is like them just throwing in our face that something is going to explode, which we saw in the preview for next week. But everyone kept saying how perfect Oliver and Felicity were. And you guys are so lucky that, you know, you don't lie to each other and this and that. And I'm like, oh, God. I was really waiting for... You're only as sick as the lies you tell and you're looking pretty healthy right now. And I'm like, oh, no, that just means he's a really good liar. But it was so heavy-handed in places that I was half expecting the characters to finish a line and look directly at the camera and smile like that line <laughs> like they say in AA you're you're only as sick as the secrets you keep and you're looking pretty healthy lately uh, <laughs> I, I, I feel like that was an issue with pretty much the whole episode it felt like filler it felt I, I know Arrow's not usually one for filler but boy if we ever did filler for Arrow this would be it we had a few very good scenes. We had a few very good emotional beats, and Thea was the best thing ever in this episode. Oh my god. And I feel like we don't get the opportunity to say that enough. We had really good fight choreography. We had really good cinematography. Holy cow. Some of those shots were amazing. Sure, and it's because we had Banford back directing. nothing happened. (laughs) Yeah. Until the very end. I I swear, like, the last... We're... We're watching it, we're fast-forwarding through the commercials, we're 45 minutes in, and I'm looking at it going, really? Because it feels like we're still in the first 15, 20. The whole episode felt like the first 15 or 20 minutes of another better episode. Sure. Yeah, it was all act one, and then we got a sliver of four. And you're like, what is going on? It was act one and stinger. Oh, 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 what an excellent transition. What about phase Four. Oh, what is five. this? Phase five. Five. five? No, five. they're talking about getting into five, but they completed mm. phase four today. Yeah. Yeah. Do we? Mm. Do, we still, Nazi do we have any no. idea what Hive's plan is at all yet? No. No. Okay. We just know it has okay. to do with hashtag Magic Nazi Corn, and I will not let that go. Well, because the more they talk about it, and the further into the season they get, the more I'm becoming concerned that I missed something, and I don't think I did. 
So wait, well, here's the oh. thing. They didn't even know who was going to be in the grave. I feel like this season is a lot of throw things at the wall, see what sticks, and then make a Jackson Pollock out of it. Well, and it's not even just not who's in Tell the grave. It's You're who put wrong. who in the grave. Exactly. I feel like they've changed that because the kill him. It's like, is it Malcolm? Is it Damien? Is it the calculator? You know, there's so many is possibilities, and I don't think they have any freaking clue who it is. Oh, no. Mm. Well, I think at this point they have to have figured it out, but Surely. they sure didn't when they were like, someone <laughs> gonna die. And we're like, yeah. who could it be? Well, why are we theorizing when they don't even know? Mm. I would agree completely that this episode did feel considerably light on plot development. There were a handful of very strong moments, oh, yeah. and there were also a handful of moments that made me go, huh? Like what? Well, for mm-hmm. example... And maybe it wasn't. I don't know how much time this campaign manager actually spent digging the record of this checkup. But it feels like if this is quite literally the life or death of your child that the secret is kept, I feel like they figured it out pretty easily. It's Thea, though. It's Thea. She knows her brother. But it wasn't Thea who found the check. The campaign manager found the check. And if that check exists at all on record, that's something that I think anybody who's looking for anything odd would notice. Immediately investigate. And I mean, Thea put this together, and I adore her, but she's Thea. Yeah, but and she's, she's him. And yeah, she's her father's daughter. She put it together. And quickly. Yeah. Well, yeah, and well, very it's quickly. It's your brother, though. It's your brother. So, you know your brother. You know his behavior's off. She was saying, even when they were in Central City, that something was weird. But what and I'm she, saying is, you have a check that's paid to someone that Oliver went to college with. She left after the check happened, and now she has a kid who's about that old. Right. I mean... <laughs> It doesn't take a genius here. And you have a police officer, a private investigator, the villain of the everything, who's going to look at this and go, eeny, meeny, miny, that one. It's not difficult. And even if you're not the Green Arrow, if you're running for public office, I would think that's something you would want to make sure was better hidden, because that is the type of thing that people would glom onto. Yeah, you're right. This isn't even superhero stuff. This is your everything. I'm going back to Parks and Rec here. Mm. Your everything is Mm. going to be an open book. (laughs) Will there be anything that will cause a scandal? Mm. Ta-da! But didn't he start the campaign before he knew about the child? I, yeah, I think so, so, but still, he just, I mean, and Malcolm said it last week, he's pretty, but he's dumb. Wait, you know? hold on, okay, so, Malcolm's also a former Ra's al Ghul. Right, well, that was to say, Don't now Malcolm me. gave <laughs> the gift, right, to Damien Dark as to mm-hmm. William, but did he also give away Malcolm's the gift? also on the council. Yes, no. yes. Which was another moment that made me go, huh. There's this Malcolm is no one's bitch. What's up his sleeve? Pun intended. I will say, though, his reaction. <laughs> what is it? His, oh, no. I oh, have, have a two-armed Malcolm right video? Here. Have you seen John Barrowman's yeah. single ladies video? It's yes. amazing. I'd imagine it looks a little different mm-hmm. now. <laughs> I will say, as odd as it did feel to me, and it felt very odd to see Malcolm sitting at that table and being totally chill with it, his nonverbal reaction to Damien Dark Darth Vadering that one dude, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Just watching him like, well, that yeah. happens. This is, this is great, yeah. No, but and wait, that was the best hold moment in the please. episode. Hold <laughs> please, what I want to know is, okay, so obviously he let out the birthday gift to Damien Dark, who William is, right? But why wouldn't he if he hasn't already said Oliver Queen is the Green Arrow? And if not, or if... Because you have Ms. Adams running around here trying mm-hmm. to destroy Oliver, but just having a separate conversation with the Green Arrow when they run into each other on the street. So I'm like, how have you guys not 
put that together. Yet another story point that made me go, huh. Oliver handed her that, and I'm so mad at him. Yeah, oh. hear that I, applause. It's enough to bring the house down, and also on the green arrow. See up there. <laughs> I, w- I will go to great, great lengths for a pun, and if you guys watch my shows, you are aware of the... I mean, hell, if you were here last week, oh, you yeah. are aware mm-hmm. of this. The hand, hand puns. puns. So <laughs> many. That's... No. I, d- I, I don't even have the words for how freaking angry I am at him over that one, because it's just like, no, 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 no. She's a smart woman. That's beautiful <laughs> wordplay. But you don't do that when you're trying to keep a secret identity from a smart woman. Well, I start Honey. to think. I start to think too. He tips his hand far enough to both of them about as Oliver Queen about knowing little bits of what's going on with Stuff them. And, he and should not know. Right. So now I'm starting to think between that and the total lack of clarity about what their actual plan is. Maybe they're very lax about their evil. They're mostly just winging it and having a good time. And they're not paying too much attention to the details. And they're the cutest couple ever. Yeah, yeah. they're really adorable. Speaking of cute couples, yeah. let's just talk oh about Dickie Lance and Mama Smoke. Because I loved them this episode. I liked seeing the two different sides of Donna. Because obviously we see that... Stereo. Someone could easily stereotype her because she's so happy and mm-hmm. so giddy, and she could come off as that blonde, if you will. And she's so sweet. But then you get to see her put her foot down and be like, "No, you're full of BS. I can see right through you." And you know what? Peace, homie. Yeah. So I, uh, I love it. I thought that was fantastic. Even though, yeah, by the end of the episode with the two of them, we mostly ended up right back where we were at right. the start of the episode. I thought that was a great moment because, of course, she's been down that road in a very big, profound, and painful way. It would really be a betrayal of that character to see her just blindly go along with it again. Right. <laughs> and I but mean, she does not have a lot of book smarts. She doesn't have a high intelligence score, but her wisdom modifier is off the freaking charts. Well, I just like, love the she flip. Yes, <laughs> so quickly, too, because she went in there, you know, hey, Boo Bear, let me, like, you know, let's get sexy time. I'm sorry, what? You want to do what? And the flip emotionally was so quick that I was like, yes. I love that. I love watching that. And I love that she openly admitted to Felicity that, you know, the reason I'm doing this Momzilla stuff is because I'm living vicariously through you. And I felt like she had such a human moment when yeah. she said to her, "I because I know that I will never have that. And I feel like that's so relatable because there's so many people that walk through life that have moments in their life where they feel like, I will never have this or that and whatever. I it's thought just, you were going to say because there's so many people living <laughs> vicariously through Elicity. That's <laughs> I love that too. <laughs> Am I the only one not? <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yes, living vicariously through a relationship that's built on some. Uh... Well, and this is the other thing. So there's it's shouldn't be as complicated as they're making it, this issue about who Oliver can trust with the existence of his son. But going back to the check, that's something that I guarantee somebody with Felicity's skill set could make disappear mm-hmm. in two seconds if you tell Felicity. But logic has been missing in the last two episodes. This is the bad decision conga, keep in mind, and everyone is doing it. It's like, do do I understand to a degree the reason why in Oliver's mind he needs to keep this completely a secret? I guess. But when you're keeping it a secret from the other members of Team Arrow, one of whom you're engaged to marry, I feel like you can loosen the purse on that slightly? I don't think he knows how to. I I, I think he's got two categories. (laughs) Secrets that no one must ever know, and 
well, I can kind of tell people. Like, we just kind of keep bringing people in on the Green Arrow secret, but it's like, no one can know this. No one can know that. No one can know the other. And they have to take a crowbar and pry it out of them. <laughs> this, this is, again, going back to trying to balance Oliver and Green Arrow. Trying yeah. to find, And this is one of those aspects that he really has not figured out yet. It's, uh, right. And it's like, if Oliver was a civilian, this was not, the Green Arrow aspect was not a factor at all. If he was the guy that he was before the island, and a supervillain mm-hmm. was threatening the life of his son, I would get completely, I can't tell anybody because I am in no way equipped to deal with this, nor is anyone around me. <laughs> but being that he is the Green Arrow, <laughs> and the people closest to him keep fairly large secrets on a fairly regular basis, if not maybe from each other, or at least not well, I would think you could do that, and I would think, I would hope that he has the foresight, he doesn't, but he would have the foresight to go, this is going to save me so much agony later. But this is Oliver. Really quick, though, I was actually having this debate with somebody on Twitter we were talking about, because he was getting upset with me. Because I kept on saying that he needs to tell Felicity, and for him, he felt like Felicity doesn't know how to keep secrets. You tell no one; it's your child. I'm like, Wait. yeah, but you're marrying her, and she has a right to know. And mm-hmm. I think something like that, she'll be able to keep her mouth shut. Wait, what about what about Oliver Queen is the Green Arrow? <laughs> I, I think she kept that one pretty well. Right. Thank you. Um, oh, really quickly, yeah. though, I just that one pretty well. Um, really quickly, though, I just want to tell our engineer, if you could please pull up the hashtag, that would be awesome, because Billy Jean Girl just gave me a really <laughs> awesome comment that I think is hilarious. She says, do you think the loss of his hand, we're talking about Malcolm, P.S., do you think the loss of his hand makes Malcolm more of a jerk, and he needs a hook to look more evil? <laughs> <laughs> well, this outfit is very, you know, tough. Yes, you Captain Hook, yeah. How <laughs> awesome. We actually just have Dark the, Archer yeah. hanging out yes. on this computer. Let's go with the go. Let's just do the goatee too. Let's do the he would whole look so nine yards. I so badly want John Barrowman to evilly twirl a mustache. Now that would be the greatest well, like thing handle ever. Handlebar it up over here. Mm, with yeah. A la- oh my god. Yeah. Have you ever seen people do that in real life? Yeah, it's weird. It's the worst yeah. thing. It's actually it makes me feel uncomfortable. Actual when I see it. like mustache wax tips. Yeah. It's the worst thing. A little bit. Mm. Ugh. Okay. Anyway. Anyways, uh, no. You lost so, me. No. <laughs> funny in cartoons, but I don't think John Barrow would. I think mm. this with the goatee, the goatee. I think he could do that mm-hmm. with the one hand he has left. Sure. But I don't think the mustache twirling is a, No. That is something that does not translate well from animation, you guys. But it's also like, and this really has no bearing on anything in the immediate conversation, mm-hmm. but yeah, how long until he puts something over the stump? Because I feel and like... I'm not saying what why is he taking so long to put mm-hmm. something over the stump? I'm saying like eventually <laughs> that was odd. Just yeah. Stroking my face with, with a, my a stump. fist with or the least stump. effective punching ever yeah. is uncomfortable. <laughs> you got like we get stump juice on people. Um, exfoliating my wrist. Oh yeah. But I'm just saying eventually he's gonna put something there. So yeah, maybe mm. a hook, maybe like a fun rhinestone hand. Ooh. Perhaps. I'm looking Yeah. Be amazing. Okay, I a Barrowman might do that. Merlin, not, not so much. much. I would have Bingo. said before tonight, mm-hmm. Merlin would Merlin. never throw in and sit at that table with the rest of them either. But there he is, chilling. So I'm going, you know what? Next week, maybe right. As I told you, he's got flavor. something up that sleeve. You know, right. Malcolm is no one's bitch. Yeah, um, but actually, Winter's Beauty made a good point okay. that maybe. Um, Parker Young's character, the campaign manager, uh-huh. um, is 
working for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I would That'd love that. Mm-hmm. I think we tossed that around when he started mm-hmm. dating Thea because all of her boyfriends either go evil or die. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and we've had one market exception, damn. and that was pretending to go, pretending to die, and, and then being brainwashed into being evil. So he hit both. Yay! Well, and then one or two has turned evil and then died. I think no. quite a few. We we had the DJ who was working with the league. Yeah, yeah. evil and, and then death. You didn't yeah. expect yeah. a DJ to be evil. I mean, really. I feel that are pretty cool. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the demolition team a little bit. We oh. haven't hit them yet. Wait, what's the Before you say hey. anything, really, your weapon is a nail gun. <laughs> no, she had the best weapon of the three. I mean, it was smart. Don't get me wrong, but it reminded me of Home Alone. And after a while, watching her with this, have you ever seen injuries from a nail gun? No, terrifying. They're really nail guns have a lot of force to them for a good reason. And so honestly, I think she had the best weapon. I think Sledgehammer Dude was the team heavy and he was showing off. I don't even remember what the other guy had. Wait. But she had the best weapon in terms of causing damage at range very quickly. Like, dang. Did you guys notice? Okay, sorry. <laughs> Speaking of all this and the Sledgehammer guy, when the Sledgehammer <laughs> tried to... I'm just making his name up. He's Sledgehammer now. <laughs> so when the Sledgehammer guy took a swing at Diggle and he was like, oh, you're not the only one with tricks. <laughs> yeah. We just have a new dig power here. Right. Dig and power. Yeah. I can explain it. Yeah. She just has it. Well, I think it's something that's in his coat because he touched the he touched the coat and it did that thing. So it I made think a sound. he's got a weird bit of tech in there it, somewhere. It did. It made a technology seen. sound. It came right the heck out of nowhere. Yes. But I would love to. I'm I'm mad that we didn't get an explanation because usually we get some form of techno babble and we lay the foundation <laughs> for that and then we see them use it. So. I think I missed something. You're right. This well, they, we know that they talk to Cisco every couple of hours. Apparently, mm-hmm. we just don't see it. All I can say is that piece of tech had better come back. It would Otherwise, be really it was bizarre. A if it, yeah, for no reason. Yeah. I will say I love intensely that these DC TV shows on the CW are just giving mm. us everything they can possibly think of from the comics. Mm. We've got a. Full King Shark episode of Flash next I'm week. I'm so excited! Rip Hunter, of all people, is leading an ensemble TV show. So I think it's... Well, he's been a time traveler before. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. But I think it's great, even though they didn't do a whole lot. Like, the demolition crew here existed essentially so that the protagonist had something to punch every other act. But I love that, sure, why not? We're going to grab a super obscure, like, D-level team from the uh, Green Lantern book in the 80s. And we're going to make them... Uh, uh, B, C, D level team on our show. I was going to say, D level is a pretty good And we have Brianna Jones in the chat saying, mm-hmm. I don't know which villain of the week was worse, Demolition Team or Geomancer on Flash. <laughs> I could care less about either. I think that Demo Team and Geomancer serve very different purposes. Because Geomancer, yeah, you needed someone to punch. But there was some actual character development around that with Jay and with uh, just trying yeah. to figure things out. Here, it was nothing but... We needed someone to punch. Ta-da. Yeah. There was no development around that. There was no anything new. Like, the best thing that we got out of that was the hotel coming around Captain, coming down around Captain Lance. I thought like, he was going to be done. I thought that was extremely well shot. Yes. I thought that was yeah. very well done. And then we introduced the actual characters and went at it, and it was just like, 
Alright. Is this just a literal demolition team? So wait, no, Ed right. Vern's view says nail gun scene from Lethal Weapon 2. Oh, yeah. You the know, one with diplomatic immunity. Me neither. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lethal Weapon 2 is awesome. Yeah, it's like, that's, God, you know, it's hard to pick the best Lethal Weapon movie now. It's fun. Yeah. It also says, what if Malcolm, <laughs> it's the first one, but. Yeah. What if Malcolm Orlum's plan is to take over Hive? I kind of think it will because. Yeah. Well, if I remember correctly, no. wasn't one of his mandates, wasn't whoever no. became the new Rachel Ghoul, wasn't part of their mandate to completely dismantle Hive? No. That is my. Now there's no Rachel Ghoul. Yeah. That is, to me, the oh only gosh. logical reason he'd be sitting at that table. Yeah, because I know I he's not going to be Dark's bitch. Like, we know I, that. Yeah. yeah. You can tell I love it because I just went mm. up an octave. Yeah. <laughs> that makes so much sense, though. Like, I'm used to being in charge of people. I want to do dance puppets. Well, crap. There goes that. Uh, you can work one marionette. That one. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I also, just to end the topic mm. of Malcolm Marilla, I am cyanide set, and I, oh, you reminded me how to say it, and I'm so sorry if I said Sinead? it wrong. That doesn't look it's, like no, cyanide. No, no. Uh, she said it's like Kool-Aid, but not. Sinead? There you go. Sinead? Where did it go? Where'd she Where say it? Spell it out phonetically. Anyways, but she said, what if Malcolm Marilla bedazzled his stump? I'm in. Oh, my oh, God. Yes, that God. would be amazing. Anyways, okay. Back to the show. <laughs> what did we talk about? Um, oh, oh, so they had the blueprint. The demolition team had the, um, Curtis is the one who figured out the blueprint was to the debate situation, that whole building to take all that down. And I thought it was hilarious that after all that happened, they still had the debate. Usually when there's a bomb threat, even if it's dismantled, it's like, you know, guys, let's go home and try this another day. What I thought was even weirder is that we spent that much time building up to it and then skipped over the debate. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I really wanted to see how Oliver handled it. Like, honestly... I would have loved to have had the demo crew part of this be the first 20 minutes of the episode, the bomb climax be the half hour mark, and then give us the highlights of the debate, show us what happened, put some interesting character (laughs) development in there, put Lady Corncob trying to figure out whether or not he's the arrow, asking very pointed questions, just like... Give us something. Uh Give us (laughs) give us something because there is so much wordplay you could do with that and so much character development, but instead it's like Yay! He, he was won. the winner. Yeah, and I love how it's like how how do we see him being the winner? Is this part of our plan? Because we all know Oliver's not as good with words as um, Mrs. Dark. Love, there, he's yeah. damn good with but, words. Yeah. He's just not good with politics. Yeah. <laughs> see, that's the thing is, is I want to see that side yeah. of him. It, I want to see how he handles the pressure, and I want to see what she has to offer on the table. Yeah, it'd be more interesting yeah. to see that than blow up a bunch of buildings. Yeah. <laughs> but oh. then again, we we had uh, James Bamford. James Bamford. James. Hmm. I don't know if that's the correct first name, but stunt Jay. coordinator uh, directing this episode. And so it made sense that it would be fight-heavy, really good choreography, really good uh, camera. But I am very disappointed in the wasted opportunity that is this debate. Well, yeah, and I would say when it comes to this whole mayoral race, not just where this specific episode is concerned, but in general, I feel like a lot has been made of it, and they're not doing very much with it. They really aren't. Especially since this whole stage five thing hinges on having control of the mayor's office, Uh, and it's Oliver Queen as Mm. Oliver Queen that is standing in their way, as far as they know. Like, Give us some of that side. We're trying to balance Oliver and the Arrow, and that's been part of part of last season and part of this season. Show us more of the Oliver side. Show us more of that balance. Show us more of the mayoral race that isn't interrupted by drones coming in. I mean, right. 
something. And that's the thing. I'm trying to figure out outside of very, very general bubbles. I'm going to go with bubbles. Why not? Okay. Uh, outside of the, the broad strokes of the storyline of this season, I'm not really sure what's going on. Again, this comes back to I have no clue what Hive's plan is. I have no clue how they plan to deal with the Green Arrow. I have no clue why they don't know that Oliver's the Green Arrow. I have no clue how right. they plan yeah. to deal with Oliver, even if he's not the Green Arrow. Kid, I, kidnap his kid. That's it. I, That's the plan. I think you're right. I, I, again, I've been watching Ruby. I've been thoroughly traumatized, etc. But Ruby's building up a thing where we're only just starting to get information in this season, and we're realizing, okay, our scope was this big, and it turns out that what's actually going on is so much bigger, and we didn't even have all the pieces yet. It's a puzzle that's being masterfully built on. Here, it's like, we started with our scope is this big, and they want us to believe that we don't have all the pieces yet, and we saw the magic Nazi corn, and we saw this, but (laughs) as our scope gets bigger and bigger, and there's less and less there... I think we're starting to realize that the pieces of the puzzle are not in place. It's like those, the, the I don't even know what animated movie this is from, but you've got the character standing on the front of the train laying track as the train is going. I feel like that's what we're doing. Yeah, and look, there has always been a certain soap opera quality to these shows. Oh, yeah. And I think that's part of why people, myself included, get so emotionally invested in, oh, yeah. in what ultimately, look, I mean, it's no secret, I love this stuff passionately, but a lot of it's incredibly goofy. I think, I think, <laughs> What it is? I, but I, no, I'm saying I I yeah. absolutely love yeah. it. But it is oh God, it. Yeah. But, but it is the the certain soap opera quality of it that gives it heart, that gives it emotional weight, that gets you invested in these characters beyond look at them fun stuff. Uh, <laughs> and that's great. And they do it really well. This cast is phenomenal, and they play some of these moments amazingly. But it doesn't do a whole lot to move the story forward and to move these character arcs forward when we're hitting a lot of the same beats in a cycle for a season. And then we're seeing, again, I don't think there was necessarily any new emotional ground covered tonight, except for arguably uh, Mama Smoke going, I don't know how I want to handle my relationship. But again, like I said, we're back where we started by the end. I think we had good... I think we had... Wow, my brain just kind of went. Yeah. Did we have words? We had words today. It's great. It was less development. Okay. We had some development for Mama Smoke, but it's nothing that we haven't seen Felicity go through. So it's interesting to see her do it, but it's not like we've never seen it before. For Thea, I think we had more of a reminder that she used to be a juvenile delinquent. And she's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was like so funny. Fantastic moment. Yeah, so oh. great. <laughs> Gotta do this in yeah. high school. Like, thank you. And more, and a reminder that yeah, she knows her brother, and yeah, she's a heck of a lot smarter than we as a fandom tend to give her credit for. She's her father's because daughter. we've seen mm-hmm. her be a juvenile delinquent and a druggie and brainwashed and God knows what else. We haven't seen a lot of Thea getting to shine as Thea without dealing with the after effects of her poor decisions or someone else's poor decisions. That was some of the stuff I liked the most tonight was the stuff between Oliver and Thea, specifically because it's refreshing to me to see Thea get to be Thea not dealing with being voodooed and the bloodlust and I'm going to die because of magic and all of that. They get to go back to 
interacting with each other like siblings. Yeah, Yeah. which was really nice. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, Thea was the best character in tonight's episode, and it was so good to see her, yeah, like you say, not with the bloodlust and everything, actually go back to the old Thea, which to me... Thea's always been much more like the comic version of Roy Harper with the the drug problem and the juvenile delinquency and stuff like that. So, like, this is really showing she is speedy. Yes. <laughs> as long as we don't have the whole China cat arc, I am okay. <laughs> yeah. Because, boy, was that a train wreck. <laughs> Comics, ladies and gentlemen. Comics, man. Um, okay, so really quick. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna, You're like, I'm out of this. <laughs> I, I'm, like, no. yeah, I'm going to poo on this parade. A lot. Oh no! Wow, oh, I've never heard that said before. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't want to I honestly have not. Well, because I want to bring up the flashback, and the flashback uh, yeah, is one of those things where you either really love the flashback, you don't understand the flashback, or you hate the flashback. And for tonight's episode, it's like it's okay, and I'm still trying to figure out because seasons pass. A lot of times, it paralleled the show so much that you're going. Oh, this lesson that Oliver learned on the island directly applies to today's episode. Sure. A lot of times this season, I'm going, where is this going to make sense? I'm hoping at the end, when is the end? What's the end point and story? And so tonight, the only thing we really got from the flashback is Conklin's finally dead. Hoorah. And um, that Ryder's going to kill everybody. Okay, that's not really much of a surprise. Right. So, yeah. But in the present, they talked about banking records. Yes! Totally connected. Well, what I got from it, for one, we talked about this issue before that the flashbacks have had maybe an hour's worth of content over this entire um, season. And so there's not a lot of parallelism because they're just not covering much time. And what I got from it was sometimes you have to be a monster to kill the monsters, that he's getting that advice and that he's struggling right now with, I'm going to have to kill him, what do? And that that was our climax of last season and that it's obviously something he still hasn't dealt with. Well, and as you see with the flash forwards to the grave, I mean, it's this finality of when he gets in the car with Felicity, like kill him like you know he's he's probably like wrestling with that and so this was actually the first time the flashback this season actually made a little bit of sense and but yeah i think they're writing them as they go along which might be why but yeah i think this one actually really tied to that as well as this episode this is another spot where i feel like maybe Mm -hmm. i missed a step it does feel a little bit to me in the the brief glimpses we got of tyana tonight in the flashbacks that she did a total 180? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> she's defending him. She's... Now, now, granted, look, I don't know what happened in the... If this is a very condensed time frame, maybe it was only an hour and a half, two hours between the last time we saw her in the flashbacks and when we see her now. And maybe in those two hours, she got over her brother being dead. I feel like mm-hmm. it doesn't work that way, so I, it just felt like a little bit of a jump. Unless, well, well she said, her, sorry, so she said it was her, their only hope to be free, so at this point, maybe she's just banking on the fact that she wants to leave, and he's the only way out. There she's, had to be enough time for Oliver to recover from being tortured, true. enough to move large chunks of cement. So we might and have fight. a time skip, we just don't know. Sure, yeah. which which is fine, and I agree, Alicona, if that's the logic, that makes sense. She's She wouldn't be wrong, but I'm going, what made you do that, other than the script said you'd do that? Yeah. I, I feel mm. like there's something last episode that I just don't yeah, remember. And it's, it's totally possible that I'm spacing on something. Um, chat, hashtag, help us out. Hashtag, help. Help, <laughs> hashtag help. help me. 
Please. I just, I, God, watching, it's Ryder, right? That's yes. the guy's name? Yes. Yeah. I just mm. keep losing it for some reason. Watching him go was fun mm-hmm. and interesting tonight because we don't usually have little hearts to, heart to hearts with him. Sure. And so getting that conversation was fun. And I will say the Destiny spiel weirded me out, but again, <laughs> yeah. I watch Ruby mm. and him saying, uh, do you believe in destiny? That was someone's mm. last words in the Ruby season finale. And so I'm kind of like, I am officially not okay. And it has almost nothing to do with what's going on on the screen right now. Wait, Thank he, you for making that context even more horrifying. No, but wait, he said that he believed that Oliver has provided him with the passage. You have the passage from the gods. Because <laughs> like, he, really he gave him that? the map and the magic dream rock. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and Oliver keeps on saying, saying, yeah, but not intentionally. Like, he took this from me. That was an accident. Mm -hmm. This happened. Well, yes, but you keep giving it to me, so I'm just going to keep you around. All your mistakes are benefiting me, so... Just quit killing my guy. I I did, like, there's more than one way to be alive, or there's various states of alive, or whatever it was. And it's like, like, what, dude? What? No, that's super creepy, because that has some awful implications. That's true. But we know that he's been tortured a lot, so for him, he's like, okay. Yeah, tortured, but not delimbed. I mean, I know that doesn't happen, but it would have been a possibility had we not known the the future. Right. Right. Who knows? Who knows? Okay, well, people at home, make sure you're tweeting at us, so that way we know if there's anything I've left out. There is slightly a delay in our hashtag, Mm -hmm. so if you want, you can tweet me directly at boysandbeauty01. There is one thing that they want us to mention, and that is the terrific name drop. Amazing. Thank you. Oh my god, I didn't... That's holy... I'm so that, sorry. That, I think, was my favorite moment of the episode. Oh, beautiful. I, I loved it, and I loved that he had been working so long on this technology, and his whole thing was, I mean, it, it may not work, but the idea is that you'll be walking so you can walk down the aisle. That's really I cute. don't know how I feel about the idea of, surprise, we're fixing paralysis. Like, I like um... it. But it also, it's it's one more thing she has in common with Barbara Gordon now, because in the yeah. New 52, she became unparalyzed through, if I'm not mistaken, the use of a similar bionic implant technology. But I thought in the New 52, they just yeah. erased her backstory as Oracle to begin with and went straight back to Batgirl. But she was paralyzed happened. for a while. Uh. And that's why it's so annoying that they didn't call her Oracle. At this point, it's just like... You did. You, you, she's Oracle. I mean, <laughs> but they were going to give her a different act. Yeah, I know. No, it's yeah, okay. so close. We just annoyed <laughs> the fact that we had representation, and then now we're going to fix it. Like, thanks. Yeah, yeah, there is. I agree with you. There is that aspect to it. Another aspect to it is they've fixed death in this universe. Yeah, <laughs> true. So I so feel like legs, once you fix death, you can fix the person's lower half. I would think. But they mm. fixed that with magic. They fix that with weird stuff, and this is like, here's the technology to make it work. Mm-hmm. All right. It's, but to be fair, the, most of the technology on this show and on all three of these shows is basically magic. I, I, I'm just, I'm still trying to parse out my feelings on that one. And, sure. You know, given that I'm able-bodied, I'm not exactly the person to mm-hmm. speak about it. I'm still just trying to figure out where I stand on that. Yeah, I thought it would have lasted longer. Because we had, it was such a defining character moment, and then it's like, lol, surprise, never mind. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, you don't know how long it will take him to get it to work, either. Or if it will work. Exactly, exactly, because it could be this big, huge hope that completely crashes and tanks. But he's Mr. Terrific, so... Hmm. Mm. Either way. 
All right, guys, I think it is time to start wrapping up the show and getting into some of our news and gossip. Yay! All right, so today, of course, I have fun pictures and videos, so whichever pulls up first is where we will go. And, uh, oh, pictures seem to be what's coming up first. Oh, yeah. All right, so I don't know if you really can buy this shirt online, but I thought it was really awesome. It's a picture of James. Uh, James? Wow. Mm-hmm. Ian Barrowman. It says, in the world of, I can't The read. world can be a dark place. Light it up. There you that go. I love really that. looks fan made. Yes, but it needs a little glitter. Definitely of needs course. a little bit of glitter like, and maybe like even a, a bedazzled hand. Yes, <laughs> bedazzled stump. Yes. Or I love people keep referencing the Deadpool stump. <laughs> a little, the weird little baby little hand. Little baby hand. <laughs> All right, so let's go to Spoilers. our next picture. Okay, so y'all know that John has been working on this backstory-ish, I guess mm. you could say, of Malcolm Merlin with the comic book. What I did not realize, and I'm sure some of you fans knew, I'm just late on this, is that him and his sister are the ones that are developing this comic book. And I thought, yeah, yeah, his sister's yeah. an author. Well, She's yeah, that I know. Mm-hmm. That I know. I just didn't realize that they were, I thought he was working partnering with somebody else. I didn't realize it was with her and he was writing the actual content. So I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Like I said, a little slow. Um, and then I pulled up how funny. I didn't realize you were going to be bringing in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's the same exact picture that I'm showing you guys right now. So you have the picture version mm-hmm. and you have the live version. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> this was under the category of strange things you can find on Amazon and it's a John Barrowman pillow. That would look so good on my red couch. Yes. Oh. Amazing. <laughs> it almost looks like a picture from the 80s, like an album mm-hmm. from the 80s. Like Robert Downey Jr.'s like album. That's exactly go. what that cover looks there like. There you go. Uh, so, so sorry, you guys. If you're on iTunes, thank you so much for listening. Apologize that you're missing our pictures. That pillow what? is so seductive, it's actually making me a little nervous. Wow. Yeah. Um, secrets that I'm learning about yeah. you. Okay, so let's get into our videos. This is my favorite, favorite part. Again, all about John Barrowman. So, this first video is actually somebody got, they're singing You've Lost That Loving Feeling. It's him and Stephen Amell. And if you catch, if we get to see a little bit of it, there's a bit of uh, Katie Cassidy to the far corner. She's a little tipsy. There she slightly is. Oh, she is not a little tipsy. Yeah. <laughs> She's got a microphone. She is, oh, she is swaying. She is not a little anything. She is very everything she is. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I hope they kiss at the end like they home. No. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to our next video. You can watch the rest of this mm-hmm. online. Look it up. But I just thought it was funny because you just see her in the corner just swaying, having a great time. Now, this video, hold, please, before you push play. Hilarious. This is a TBT courtesy of me and YouTube. And you know that John Barrowman has done tons of musicals. <laughs> this is from his early days. And I think it was from a news channel that him and somebody else did. And he's doing Grease. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. Let's hit play. <laughs> oh, my God. That hair. was this? The 90s? Early 2000s. Barman has hockey hair. Wait, 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 wait for Gotta be the 90s. Get down on those knees, this man. What? Hmm? 
Okay, we can stop. <laughs> Anyways, wait, no, wait, and I think I put in the email to fast forward to another time slot. Wait, okay, so they do this whole thing, right? And then out of nowhere, just a bunch of people with microphones come walking in. They're not really singing background, but they start doing the hand jive. Oh, wow. <laughs> it is Greece. Yeah, yeah. it's just so <laughs> random. See, wait, here what? we go. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> See? <laughs> I wonder if that was planned. <laughs> it's like they chased them out of there. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know what? These are the people you keep for the credits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is hilarious. So, and that one's Marty McFly. So I'm going, in a world where, yes, they had to go to another dimension to do it, but where they found a way to give Jesse L. Martin a musical number on The oh, Flash, wow. yeah. can we please find any way possible, bend over backwards as many times as you have to, to give Barrowman a number on Arrow somewhere? That would be amazing. I get so mad because Arrow's so insistent on being dark, and I'm like, Steven and John have the most beautiful chemistry there is. Let them sing a number. I wish <laughs> they could have a little bit of Earth 2 with that, to I, be completely honest. Yeah, Arrow should go to Earth 2 just so we can get the fun time for one episode. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Just Uno. Just once. Just once. Un. 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 Okay, so un, un let's, fun. Let's, let's we get have iTunes un. reviews. Oh, oh please. Mm. Do, oh, do give us like reviews. Those. We, like we those. adore mm. your lovely human beings. So, for those of you who haven't heard this spiel before, and where have you been, if that's the case, welcome to your very first after show. iTunes is kind of what keeps us going. You leave reviews on iTunes, you rate us five stars, you say, yes, I really like these people talking about the superhero show, and our bosses see it, and our producers see it, and they go, well, maybe we should continue to have these people talk about the superhero show. And it also does help us book guests, because they look at the reviews and go, oh, hey, maybe we should do this, this will be great. So, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) To those of you who have left reviews, we absolutely adore you for it. And we read them on the air because, you know, we love you guys and you deserve to be recognized. So, read it. uh, We have five out of five salmon ladders by Mm moviepoopshoot.com. That's a Kevin (laughs) Smith reference. I know. I was like, it's solid ball. Out of all of the AfterBuzz TV... Out of all of the mm-hmm. AfterBuzz TV Arrow After shows, this one's the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. All right. Who are the best one of one? I think they I... meant to say out of all the AfterBuzz TV After shows. Otherwise, they were very specific. Well, okay. you know what? In this case, then they're definitely correct. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The best Arrow After show. Yeah. On AfterBuzz TV. Mm-hmm. For sure. You're right. I agree. Thank you. And we have Amazing by Blue Arrow. I've been listening for a while now, and I love the show. I look forward to it almost as much as Arrow itself. I don't have a lot of friends that are into the same things as me, so your show is just as good as hanging out with some good friends. Aww. Y'all keep doing what you're doing, and I hope the show never ends. Here's to 56 seasons of it. Yes, that is exactly. amazing that and is also seasons. terrifying. 56 I seasons. That well, is I love many seasons friends. of <laughs> so many seasons <laughs> of bad decisions. <laughs> you guys, leave a review, get a shout out on the show. And it seriously helps us out. Thank you so much. Yay. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. Yay. Okay, let's predict some stuff. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. And the light show's even green. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Okay, so the darks. Who's in the grave? The darks <laughs> don't have a plan, they're trolling everybody. 
I was gonna say I predict that they're gonna do the hand jive, but Malcolm Rowan's gonna feel so left out because he only has one. Maybe that's the entire plan: is they do yeah. the hand jive and they chase everyone out of the city that way yeah. while the credits roll over it with 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 the mic with a huge mic. Like, Holy cow! We're just giving the writers oh. ideas. They're like, oh, that's how we do it, right? and then magic Nazi corn somehow. Yes, yeah. I like the idea of Merlin being out to take over Hive. Like, I lost my organization. I want this one. <laughs> and we did see in the trailer, you know, kid's been kidnapped. May or may not actually understand that he's been kidnapped, and Oliver is kind of losing his mind over it. And who's who's that? My son. Lol. What? Uh, so, so it'll you know that's that's they're finally making good on that they laid that one a while ago so we're seeing them bring it up and I don't know it's gonna be a train wreck in theory we cannot end next week's episode in the same place we started it very true well you'd hope not unless they call Barry and they say Barry time travel <laughs> yeah. come on dude Please? He did it once before. You think and Oliver still do what happened listen. at the end of Flash? Yeah. Oh. No, I need you to stand like five feet forward. Just like, like just no, come, come back, here. Just come, back just come here. Just come on. Jay, do you want a cookie? Here's a cookie. <laughs> come here. Come here. Oh. Connections, guys. Oh. Oh. Boo. Um, but, uh, Vixen. Vixen, yes. Yes. Vixen. How cool is that? And it's Hyde's sister. <laughs> I predict that I will spend a good amount of the next episode just screaming in glee whenever she's on screen. She makes me happy, guys. Yeah. She's great. So I, I gotta read one last Twitter mm-hmm. comment just because I think it. it's funny. At Burns View says, I want Malcolm to sing, He's got the whole. World. <laughs> oh, no! Hand puns. Can we just get Barrowman to do a cover album of hand related songs? <laughs> yeah, like um, One Hand in My Pocket by Alanis Morissette. <laughs> <laughs> Hands by Jewel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm done. I don't even think I have any good predictions. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm good. Are we good? Are you good, Lucretia? I'm just super excited for Vixen. I think that's ah. super cool. And, like, the, I really liked it. It is it is a little bit goofy, but I love the line in the promo where this random criminal's yelling, come out and fight me like a yeah. man. And she says, how about I fight you like a woman? It's really yeah, good. Yeah, I know. Like, like a, a woman. woman. Yeah, that is cool. Like, yes. Yeah, more of that. Yeah. Yeah. So much more of that. Series regular, please and thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. Her own series, and then also this one. I want more funny costumes on this show. Yeah, they need to done lighten it up. Done. She, is, yeah. she is a fashion designer. Yeah. She made that sucker herself. Oh. Yeah, more of that. Yes. All right, guys. Rhinestone hand. Thank y'all so much for joining us in the hashtag and co-hosting with us this evening. For those of you who are watching on the delayed time, make sure you watch us on time next time. I'm Allie Kona Bradford. You can find me at Boys and Beauty 01. And don't forget to subscribe to Boys and Beauty with Allie Kona on YouTube. Hashtagging Hottie of the Week with the name of the dude you like. And maybe I'll do an episode on him. But this Sunday there will be one on an Arrow character. And you don't want to miss that. Boom. Mm-hmm. That's quite a tease. Quite it a is tease. Alright, uh, I'm Lex Michael, all of our social media at the Lex Michael. I'm intrigued and terrified because I'm still picturing the Barrowman pillow. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I like that. Yes. Well, I'm intrigued by picturing the Barrowman pillow and I now have to hit Amazon. But yeah, if you can spell my name, it's L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N. Find me anywhere since there's only one. I really don't want that pillow in my house. <laughs> I'm the only I'm, weirdo. Yeah, I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kia J. That's K I A X E T. I'm also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. 
I have so many shows. The Ruby season finale mm. after show is tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific. We have Miles and Carry On, and we're going to have some conversations. And Robots in Disguise is back. Stay tuned. We will uh, give you more information on that. Awesome sauce, guys. Okay, we will see you next week. Don't forget to join us then. Until then, good night. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.